This Wicked Way Comes is a work of fiction that includes adult themes, language, and subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to all you beautiful people out there in the radio wasteland. It's me, the baddest bitch of eating the rich, DJ Cash Vile, Gristle Guts and all. This week's episode is brought to us all unworthy weaklings by the Gladiator Ginsu Girls Gutting Knives. Savor the cherry on top before your enemies drop with a genuine Gladiator Ginsu Girls Gutting Knife. These crispy carvers are sharpened in shape with a true love of the game, and home with perfect edge to spill some guts all over your sneakers. Trust the Gladiator Ginsu Girls for that sultry slice at the end of a life. So get it on and bang your bong, my faithful acolytes of the airwaves. Our heinous heroines have been surrounded and are now stuck between some super sweet fresh horses and a bit of the old British colonialism. You say potato, I say tomato, and we can all say, fuck you, you imperialist shit. Give me some firepower and set me loose on this episode of This Wicked Way Comes. Are we, are, we, are we starting it? I guess so. Okay. Maris directs everybody to get the cars inside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, yes. It's, 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 yeah, we established. We established. Oh, okay. It, well, I, I think so. Maybe, maybe I, th- I that's fine. I don't think we did. I think I said. Oh, all right, I think fine. I, told, I think I told you yeah, after okay, we well, stopped roll, roll that plus, I wanted to Roll do plus that, hard so. then. No, I'm kidding. I don't no? have a move okay. for that. <laughs> all right. So you've all huddled so into. put the, all our shit in there, right? Yeah. We, we loaded it up. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember what's in there because I, I don't know what we have. Yeah. Ever, everything. We didn't go over it. Yeah. We just said you got some stuff and then there was a storm. You've all gathered back in the main area. The hatches have been battened down mm. because of the storm. Yeah. The storm thrashes at the sides of the building. Old world junk and excavated debris beat against the sides of Laquint like hooves galloping against the walls. The air winds through every crack, forcing fine dust inside, giving everything a dull haze in the candlelight, and in with it the smell of burned plastic. It's cold, the unrelenting heat finally driven off, bored by its torture, but leaving space it occupied grit enough to grind the skin off your bones. Quint has retreated to his office and armory, stating, Peaches is a ball of bloody anxiety in these storms, he declared before abruptly leaving. Shether, bring tea for our guests, perhaps a nip for the cold. His exit left a comfortable silence, but was broken by a thin voice wafting from behind a candle that smelled like peaches. They wanted to eat me, Rabbitfoot said. Who wanted to eat him? A great big guy, the, the uh, Yabili, the guy who attacked us. I f- he found me out in the desert. This isn't the right voice. He, fa- he found me, that's better. He found me out in the desert and his, his people were gonna eat me, but he, he let me go. Uh, it sounded like one, I'm too thin and sinewy, and two, I amuse him in some kind of way. Mm, too amusing to eat. I've heard of that. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, so Yabili, or not Yabi, uh, rabbit foot here, smells of the fruit peaches? Um, or are, uh, are we smelling the dog peaches, or does rabbit foot smell like a dog? I'm confused. I, I realize that because I wrote that the candles smell like peaches, forgetting that the dog is also named Peaches. Yeah. So, so there are peach 
scented candles. Yes. Gotcha. Someone has brought up peach scented candles <laughs> to light up the room while it's closed off and the wind is howling outside. Um, gotcha. And now you're all huddled around. Everyone's around except Quint and Vespa is down trying to keep the horses calm. Okay, who's Vespa? She's, you haven't met her. She just owns the horses. Oh, so we got Maris, Warble, mm-hmm. Kai, Gold. Is she, mm-hmm. she's the one with us? Gold. Um, now Rabbitfoot. And he came, he just came. Mm-hmm. He was he alone? He just showed up. And yeah. he was alone. Okay. Yeah, he showed up running out of the desert telling you that there was a storm coming over the rise. Mm-hmm. And then Fads is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doggy Daddy left mm-hmm. and then so we've got carlos carlos is there his, and all the ladies saw the yeah so un- carlos unnamed. his wife shether shether his daughters sissy and gilly and then there's another man you haven't met yet named backup but he's not he's not here in this room he is oh, he, he's okay. joined you now during the battening down of the hatches yeah he helped batten down those hatches and now he's come to have tea with you all also this is the safest room in the building mm-hmm. and all the dogs are here too so this is everybody who who works for um quint yeah this is everyone who occupies the building except for Vespa and Quint. It's a lot of fucking characters. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's why I needed to write them down because like a lot of these uh, people here on my list of people I know are yeah. not here. This is and, uh, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, you know, you just listed like six people that I, <laughs> that are here but not here that I haven't ex- actually met. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess they found me as he, as they were leaving the camp. He had, he had all the girls with him. He had a lot of girls with him and a lot of big dudes with guns. Yeah, they were going to eat me. <laughs> Warble asks, do you think they were going to eat the girls too? No, no, no I think they were going to do worse. Worse, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so so Rabbitfoot, uh, this is Maris now. Uh, Maris says, we're going to go save those girls once this uh, storm's done a brewing. Those are very direct goals. Yes. Are you in? No, not even a little bit. Do you have any additional information about these men that might help us aside from they wanted to eat you? Yes, they looked hungry. <laughs> they looked hungry and have a lot of guns mm-hmm. and are capable of taking girls and taking them away <laughs> without, it seems... This is mostly information we already knew, Rabbitfoot. Um, them being hungry. Do you think they would prefer regular food or... Girl do they, parts. Or, or people parts, since they, since they were considered... Probably regular food. Regular food? Okay. So you were, you were not, like, a regular option for them. I don't think they, so. Or they could have just been fucking with me. I don't think they were, though. Okay. I think they wanted to eat me. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Quint bursts back into the room mm. and uh, the dog's not with him. No. And he says, he just he just storms in and starts uh, in his usual manner. And in, in starts uh, <laughs> what's apostasizing? Is that the word? Okay. I don't know. Screaming. <laughs> this isn't anything the likes of us haven't seen before. Time is our only friend now. LaQuint will stand up to both God and country and has no need for divisive rhetoric. She will stand. And Carlos gets up and he's like, whoa, maybe you should calm down, putting his hands up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were all pretty chill, like just hanging out in the candlelight, like when the the, the storm. He came in to reassure you. That you probably weren't in any danger. <laughs> and then the lightning cracks particularly loud and the candles go dim and Carlos drops dead. What? 
it? Did someone steal my, my poison? I had poison. Well, I don't know. Well, check to see if you still have it. I will in a second. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> update. I'm making right, right. Okay. Warble checks to see that her poison hasn't gone missing. It has. <gasps> and you realize this and Gol is sitting next to you kind of casually like cracking toothpicks still. And as Carlos falls, he falls into Quint and Quint is like, bloody hell, good man. This is no time for tomfoolery. Um, and then he catches him and he's like, okay. <laughs> Except he says it in a much more regal and British way. He says it in a way that's more in character than me having said something stupid at a party. Well, who the fuck would kill Carlos? He might have wanted to kill Quint, but not to, not the other way around, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And so everyone basically runs over to grab him. Mm-hmm. You guys, or do you run Do you run over to him, to where he is? His family has. And uh, backup is kind of standing I mean, o- over the whole thing. Yeah, like. Warble, Warble goes over. She, you know, to see what's what's going on, and uh, Maris watches from yeah from back up a little bit. Right. So Mar- back, Maris back up is... turns to Warble and kind of like gets in her face. She's like, "Did you do this?" No. <laughs> <laughs> and he pushes you. Oh, he go. He went aggro on me. Um, Are we going aggro? I mean, he, is that how, is he, that how this works? He has. And you go aggro on somebody. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, yeah, doesn't he, really he doesn't really have moves like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he pushes you, and then he points to to Maris, and he's like, "What about you? Did you do this?" And Maris he, asks, and then "Did Gull, you do this?" And then Goal, and he says, "You seem pretty casual. Who the fuck are you people?" We just met this dude. None of us has a reason to kill him. Who the fuck are you? That's what Maris says. And he's well, you you've been introduced, we'll presume. And he's like, "I built this place." What? I thought this was like a La Quinta Inn. He couldn't well, have possibly built this place. So as you're looking at him quizzingly, he he yells, you think this British idiot knows how to weld? To which Quint takes umbrage with and says, Mm -hmm. no, there's no need for things like that. All right. right. Your manners, you haven't left your manners at the door, have you? (laughs) Fads too here is confused and backup turns and just punches him in the face. Backup turns and punches Fads in the face? Yeah. And kind of gets on top of him, grabs him by the shirt collar. And he was just like, who the fuck are you people? Like grabbing him and pulling him into his face. Uh, Maris steps in and is like, surely you get people coming through here all the time. We were here buying guns. Does that sound like a something like Surprisingly that? enough, most people that come through here, guns or not, don't end up fucking dead! Okay, not going... <laughs> I'm not going to pick apart the semantics of that sentence, because <laughs> that would be inappropriate. I'm pretty sure the irony isn't lost on him. So he's wearing like a, a raw leather jacket over his clothes. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, it's a it's a welding jacket, essentially. Mm-hmm. And from the inside of that, he pulls out an awl, which is a, a tool. It's a pointy tool. It's a pointy tool. And he holds it in his hand, and he's still sitting on top of fads with his hand up and he's like Quint we gotta lock these fuckers up to which Quint puts his puts his hands on his hips and says that sounds agreeable to me Uh, wow that was that's that sounds agreeable to me uh Warble steps in and suggests if we lock everybody up we'll never figure out who the murderer is well there's only one way in and out of this place and we're standing next to it. We're all trapped in here. It's a game of Clue. I have no idea what that is. Warble's like, ah, oh, I don't have a copy anymore. <laughs> Usually, it's a the copy butler. of murder. Yes, sort of. Usually, the butler did it, but I think that he is the butler in this situation. So I would have called Carlos more of a groundskeeper, but butler is also agreeable. Mm-hmm. If anything, his daughters, Sissy Bean and Gilly Bean, they're the ones who are the butlers. 
Um, right. Possibly. And they're like, fuck you, man. No. Our father's fucking... Yeah. What the fuck? He's, so, he's turning fucking blue, man. Oh, so he's not dead yet? I thought he was oh, dead. dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's dead. So how does one go about solving a murder? We interview each person individually to see where they were at the time of the murder. And Maris <laughs> rightly points out that everyone was in this room. Um, so... So Vespa comes in. <laughs> And she's like wiping her hands with like a dirty rag. And she's like, hey man, what'd I miss? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what the fuck happened in here? The only person who wasn't here at the time of the murder. Very suspicious. Backup says, one of these fuckers killed Carlos, honey. Oh, are they together? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes, (laughs) though. We'll go with yes. <laughs> well, you called her honey, and I, I didn't realize uh, our, our backup in Vespa also Hispanic. Yeah. It seemed like everybody was mm-hmm. so, but I didn't realize it was uh, all one family. Um, they're they're also Hispanic, but they don't okay. look they don't, they don't look like the the family. Okay. They're not they're not related, okay. or you you presume they're not related because they don't look different. Uh, whereas uh, Carlos's family, the the whereas the Australia Estrella's family is more kind of short and stocky. Vespa and backup are long and thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still outwardly Hispanic. Me- they could be you know, Mexican or Puerto Rican. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. I don't mean I don't mean that. I mean they'd be South American or Puerto Rican. It right. so doesn't doesn't really matter. Okay, they're probably Brazilian. <laughs> Okay, Warble has a new idea. She's like, the poison must have been in the tea. Did everybody drink their tea? If, uh... Why don't you roll to read a sitch? To see. Whoever drank their tea, we can wait and see if they die also. Uh, who's reading the sitch? Warble. Nine. Hmm. So you can see that, um... I mean, I should be able to see. Well, many people, you can see that a few people drank their tea, Mm -hmm. and then you can see that other people, like, spilled theirs when they got up, because the teacups are now on the floor, so in the commotion, people just kind of got up and spilled their tea, and, uh, Sissy and Gilly are both like I, I don't I don't remember but we we made the tea mm-hmm. another reason uh, to suspect Gilly and Sissy mm. not only are they the butlers <laughs> <laughs> they also made the tea and Quint is like poison tea why that's just rude <laughs> I agree we have to get to the bottom of this okay so everybody who drank the tea raise your hand and the one this is where people like oh everyone who drank the tea everyone who's sure they drank the tea are um did you drink your tea? Well, not if it's poisoned. But did you drink your tea? The poison is irrelevant at this point. <laughs> uh, no, yes. So Maris and Marble both drank their tea. Okay. So did uh, Shether Gull. Jesus and Kai is here too. Mm-hmm. This is this is killing me. I fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, I don't know if the tea's really gonna help us out here, but we really should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Maris says, Kai, we cannot go anywhere right now if you remember the outside I remember the outside, and I think that it's starting to look much more attractive than this. And he, he stomps over to Quinn. He's like, about how long do these things usually last out here? But he kind he knows the answer already. He's lived out in the wasteland. This is not an uncommon storm. But Quint, is, Quint uh, kind of puffs out his chest to Kai. Well, some many hours and some many days. Mm-hmm. And then from mm-hmm. the back, Gull says, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Like, can we just wait? And the Estrella's family is like, we can't. We can- 
a shit. <laughs> no, Warble gives a shit too. She's uh, she is staring into Shether's eyes to see if she's showing any signs of poison. Poisoning. Mostly, there's just tears. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's just like red and swollen with tears. And she's just like holding his wrist. She's just like shaking his hand. She has her other hand on his chest. Just like mm-hmm. what? Why? Why aren't you waking up? <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, Warble says, "Well, I feel fine. We'll we'll watch out for another death, obviously." <laughs> well, obviously. But uh, based on how quickly the poison worked on Carlos here, I think if any of the rest of us had been poisoned, we'd be dead. So most likely, the poison was targeted to Carlos. <laughs> Just as she finishes that sentence, you hear the sound of a shit ton of glass exploding, and the wind picks up in the whole place and blows dust kind of through the whole area. And Shether and the girls stand up, and they're like, the greenhouse! And go running. They leave Carlos behind? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's in the greenhouse? Their food! Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, why are they... I mean, I get it, but also my impression was that this sandstorm was uh, too too much to withstand. So, um, like, going in, in there doesn't... So, do you want to follow them? Uh, because yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Shether, Sissy, and Gilly go. Bad cop goes with her. Bad cop. Uh, ba- backup. Backup. <laughs> <laughs> And um, based on the quick reaction of everyone, Kai follows. He goes running after them as well. Okay. Warble Warble goes uh, also. Okay, hold on. Shether, Sissy, Gilly, back up, and Kai go. Vespa does not. No, these are all the people who, like, in a second just reacted and started running when the place exploded, essentially. And the wind and the sand came through the room with a Mm -hmm. huge rush. The dogs are very upset. I want to say Vespa probably went with them, but she tripped over a dog and fell down. So she was going to go, but didn't make it. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to say the Warble ran with them, but Maris is hanging back and she's waiting to see, like, as far as she knows, this is the safest place to be. She wants to see where Quint, uh, Quint will go somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if he, if he doesn't, you know, follow everybody to mm-hmm. the greenhouse or whatever, he'd, he'd be taking cover somewhere, somewhere else. He like throws a hood up over his head and he's like, would you ladies like to join me to secure the armory? Motioning towards, uh, Maris and Goal. Surely. Oh. Or, well, that, that doesn't sound like Maris. No. <laughs> um, fuck yeah. And Goal's like, sounds good to me. So you all you all head that way, away from everyone else. And as Warble and Kai, you're kind of taking up the rear. You can hear Shether shouting at the girls that Carlos was supposed to secure the armory. Why are the windows still exposed? And there's several sheets of plywood outside the double doors that lead out into the greenhouse. And everyone is grabbing those to brace up against the door to keep the sand from getting further inside the building. The wind is very aggressively pushing them all back against the plywood. And as a group, they're trying to push it up against the wall and nail it into place. To this is at the greenhouse, or the this is at the doors to the greenhouse. The doors to the greenhouse. Because you remember and the, the armory is not not nearby. Is that in another location? Yeah, because you remember the greenhouse is like an area of the second floor that had been opened up to the outside uh, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see too that the, the plants and all the dirt are flying all over the place, and it's really dim and dark and dusty in there, and everything is kind of falling apart. And there are several sheets of steel that probably were bracing the windows that are in the fucking air, pretty much mm-hmm. just tearing around the room. Gotcha. Okay. So Whoa. are we in like an inside hallway, mm-hmm. I guess? Okay. Yeah, imagine the well, everything I, is inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was just I was just now thinking that in the desert and most hotels probably have those outside hall- hallways. No, the, this is an, uh, an indoor. Okay. Your standard uh, cookie cutter hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do we do? Uh, Kai has pretty much thrown himself up against the rest of the crew to help. Yeah, 
yeah, that's that's all I can think to do. I'm gonna see if I have any like moves that. Oh, uh, that's nothing that I could think of. No, but it's a pretty dire situation, so I don't really think that there's a. <laughs> can't think of any anything creative to do. To well, why don't you roll the seize by force? You're seizing by force the door. You're seizing the door. So mixed success. All right, you have zero hard, so that's a nine. That's a mixed success. So you're able to, among the shouting and the screaming, the group of you are able to get all the plywood up and in place and Kai and Backup are able to kind of nail it into the walls and it comes free a little bit because you can see that the nail holes, they're almost nailing into the same exact nail holes that they've used before so it's kind Mm -hmm. of rickety and shaking and you get it all up and at some point you know that Sissy screamed and after you get it all up and everyone's huffing and puffing uh, Sissy is sitting on the floor behind you up against the wall and she's got a pretty intense gash in her left side. In her like stomach? Mm -hmm. Yeah like. I was was waiting for you to say head but no, there's so, there's basically like, like a, a giant for a piece wound, of metal no, sticking out of her clothing. Ah, you said gash, not. I changed my mind. <laughs> it's a gash, but it's also a piece of metal sticking out of her clothing. <laughs> And her sister Gilly is is with her, and, and they're you know she's basically like I think uh, I think I need a doctor. I think maybe... Gilly is also injured. No, uh, this is what Sissy is saying oh, to oh. Gilly, who's just like holy shit, we we need to get you downstairs. Mm-hmm. Downstairs is where? Is it back to that same room that we were at? No, that's a second floor room because it's above the, the carport. Remember, downstairs is kind of a secured area. That's where there's there's some rooms in there you haven't been in. That's where the pool with the horses is and mm-hmm. Quint's office. That sounds like a safer place than where we were hanging out. I mean. Quint told you that that was the most secure room in the building. True. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he really wants to. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. He also doesn't want to take us to the places he doesn't want us to be. Right. Okay. So just because Quint said it was most secure does not mean that it is excellent. There are safer places to be. It's great news. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So Warble picks Sissy up and carries her downstairs. So you want to like fireman carry her with yeah. the with your like arm over her? Oh, and she no, limps like... down. Oh, you want to? Oh, you want to over the threshold carry her? What's yeah. What's a fireman's I mean, carry? She's, Am I getting that wrong? Like, she's a kid, right? Oh, a, a fireman's carry is when you throw someone over your back like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, she's got a thing sticking out of her, so yeah. that, that would just push it in. Yeah. Um, Can't do that. Okay. You you grab her and pick her up. The group of you, backup's like, I'm going to stay here with the door. You, big man, why don't you stay with me? Talking to Kai, and Kai's like, sure, man. Makes sense to me. They both take a place on with the plywood and some hammers mm. and kind yeah. of you know maybe put some extra mm-hmm. secure it a little bit better yeah you know like, yeah stay with it to make sure it doesn't blow out and guys like this is the only entrance to the greenhouse that we got to worry about backups like there's another entrance but we'll we'll wait here to see for a few minutes before we go check the other since that one doesn't seem to be affected gotcha you know this one blew out because the whole place filled with sand mm-hmm. all right so you who's with you um so uh, it's just you <laughs> okay yeah it's yeah. you Shether, so, Sissy, Gil. And yeah. Shether says, yeah. this way, this way, and, and leads leads you along. She's like, oh, my baby, this way, this way. And she takes you downstairs to an area. You can hear Maris, Goal, and Quint talking. You can definitely hear Quint talking. Um, <laughs> but they're not in the immediate area that you are downstairs. Mm-hmm. So we go back to Maris. Okay, hold on. I was busy, like, keeping track of things, but I want to write down what... Uh, Rabbitfoot, Fads, Vespa, and the dogs are still up in the main room. Okay, so just Maris, Goal, and Quint. Quint. headed down to the armory. That's suspicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is suspicious, isn't it? It's 
Well, I don't know. I'm ready to play Clue, but we're busy with this stupid standstorm. <laughs> I'm like, why would Vespa, who knows the building, stay behind in a room that's all like windy and getting sandy when she knows perfectly well that there's a bottom floor that's not going to be all well, you don't, fucked up? You don't actually know where she is. You only know what I just told you. Well, um, yes, she's, but she stayed behind. You presume. Uh, well, so here's the thing. You as, all left. Well, like, as far as I could, like... As far as you can you tell, know. she stayed behind, but... You know that she didn't go to the greenhouse because she tripped over a dog. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the last you saw of her. Mm-hmm. So well, wherever, based on what you whatever know, whatever she's doing, she's doing something else, which is suspicious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't know for a fact she stayed in that room, but you think it's very likely because you don't know anything else <laughs> because you all left. So Maris and Goal get to the door with Quint, and he's just like, "Be quick now! I wouldn't want to startle the pup." He unlocks the door and goes in quickly. You go in right after and he closes the door mm-hmm. and locks it behind himself. And what do I see? You see his office. Oh, I thought we were in the armory. The armory is attached to his office. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, his office well, first. I was one because we weren't allowed in there so I'm like what's. Right. You, so you're back in his office with all the. Doodads. Yeah. Doodads and knickknacks and giant dog bed. Mm-hmm. And he goes over to Peaches who's shivering in her bed. He's like oh God, he can't get his fucking voice right. I don't want to do like a shitty British accent. He's like, he's like darling darling come now come now and kind of goes over and scruffs her head mm-hmm. uh and Gold's standing around looking at everything again, just like, Jesus fucking Christ, this fucking guy. Uh... What's Maris doing? The wind's uh, especially whistly in here, you notice? Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like the wind, you could hear the storm. It was very aggressive and loud, but it sounded more like a roar before. And now there's like a low bass note, but there's also like a high, a high pitched whistling noise coming from somewhere. All right. So Maris is curious about that whistle and she wants to see where there might be like a leak in the. Mm-hmm. You poke around mm-hmm. behind Quint's back as he's busy with the dog. You hear that the whistling is coming from the armory, and you feel air on that door pushing through. Mm-hmm. Well, that explains why we're down here. But anyway, um, I thought I would read a person to see like what Quint's most uh, like concerned about. Read a person plus sharp. Eight, nine, plus ten. His that dog. Full success. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, ask, ask me the questions. Yeah. <laughs> we came down here for the armory, but he does seem most concerned with the, the dog. <laughs> so. He loves that dog. On a ten plus hold three, mm-hmm. does that mean I get to ask three of these questions? It means or? when we're having a conversation, you can work, you work these into the conversation and spend them as we're doing that. Oh, okay. So we're supposed to pretend that this is like a natural conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's uh, a little awkward since it's, you know, since it's not really two players mm-hmm. playing with each other. Why well, don't you, why don't you start the conversation with one of these questions and we'll go from there or just, um, just ask me. It does, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, too, yeah. it's too awkward to try and. No, I'm just, I'm just reading through the questions that I'm, uh, okay so actually instead of talking about the armory I'm, uh, I'm gonna ask about Carlos so so that was pretty pretty crazy about Carlos what do you how do you feel about that come on do it like Maris oh right uh not like Mar- Jill. Maris doesn't care about feelings <laughs> well then Maris wouldn't care about this question <laughs> Well, she she can pretend. So, Carlos, huh? That was pretty weird. <laughs> Weird's not the half of it. Um, it's a bloody loss to the community. What what are you gonna do without him? Well, that has yet to be seen. I haven't had time to make plans quite. Moments have passed. 
Well, I mean, you've never thought about what would happen to this Well, I've depended on Carlos for years! Mm. The consequences of his death uh, have never been quite as dire as they are now. (laughs) Uh, what, what do you, uh, what does your character intend to do about this, uh, this murder investigation? Oh, the murder is not my concern right now, but we intend to weed out the suspect and then try them in a court of law against, uh, in accordance with all, uh... (laughs) Help me with this door! And uh, uh, okay. he, go, he goes over and unlocks <laughs> and unlo- unlocks the armory. He opens the door. You get a, a puff of air mm. and that whistling sound. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, bloody hell. And as he says that, Goal brings down the butt of a gun on the back of his head. Ah, Goal. She's like, what? Like, you weren't going to do this? I thought you were just trying to give me an in. And Quint goes down face first. She's like, tie him up. And she starts uh, dragging him to a, a chair nearby. Yeah, Maris, Maris shrugs. Good, good plan. Cool. She's like, can I get a couple of those belts you're wearing? My belts? What? I only have one belt. She takes it off. Oh. Maris looks around briefly to see if there's an alternative, but concedes some of her belts. All right. The two of you tie, tie him up to a chair, and he's he's kind of like rolling. You definitely knocked it out of him. The face plant to the floor definitely knocked the rest out. Mm-hmm. Peaches is yapping and b- bouncing around Quint, but Gold doesn't even, she doesn't even have to kick the dog. She just kind of like puts the side of her foot up and just like slides the dog away as it's bouncing. Um, and the two of you get Quint up into the chair and secure him, and he's like... <laughs> And Gold goes into his pocket and takes out the bag of diamonds and says, Yoink! <laughs> I would have let him keep them, but circumstances have changed. Uh, ag- ag- agreed, agreed. Maris looks around real quick to see if there's anything in the armory that she wants to, to grab. There's a safe. I mean, you can't grab that. It's a little more sparse than you would have imagined. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring you in here before when he was selling you guns, essentially. Mm-hmm. You did you did the deal outside of this room. Yeah, and so, yeah he he was keeping secret. He doesn't want people to know what he has and what he, how much he does not have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's surprisingly little in here. Gotcha. Maris looks at the safe real quick. What kind of safe is it? Can she open it? A safety safe. Mm-hmm. Probably not, is but it, there is a... Is it a key? Is it a it's combo? A, it's a combo. There's also uh, some explosives around, and you're pretty sure if you got the recipe right that you could close the secure door between Quint's uh, office and the armory and blow the safe without killing yourselves. I mean, you could blow the safe without blowing up the whole side of the building. Mm-hmm. And Gold, she's kind of poking around there too and she picks up some C4 and a blastic cap. She's like, do you know how to use this stuff? <laughs> and she, she like gives it to you. She's like, well, put it, put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. Like, take, take this. Okay. Um, uh, I want to blow this safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna blow the safe because doing it later. I don't know what's in there. If it's worth it, but uh, it's the best time to do it. You know, mm-hmm. while while shit's crazy. I'm gonna write a custom move for it. So, Gold hands you some explosives that you can use and you can take with you, and then you also have enough. So I have the C4 and the blasting cap. That's that's what I know about C4 is that you need blasting caps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have en- I have enough to take some with me after I blow this safe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So Quint is still basically like lolling in his in his chair. He's just like, why? We traded. And uh, Goal's like, if you're gonna do it, do it now. So you now have a move called Safe Cracker. Mm-hmm. When you use explosives to open a safe, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, piece of cake. On a 7 and 9, you open it fine, but use too much or little too little explosives and something is broken, burned, or someone gets hurt. On a miss, all this shit is fucking worthless. <laughs> it very well might be. 
Ugh. Total miss. Ooh, boy. <laughs> well. So everything's worthless. Take experience because you learned something. Mm-hmm. I learned Maris can't roll. Mm-mm-mm. I had this problem last time. So why don't you, well, do I tell you what happens? I guess I tell you what happens when it goes real bad. Yeah. So you set the whole thing up. I don't know very much about explosives to know how you set it off, but we'll say you get to the other side of the door and close the door to the armory and kind of uh, brace it with like a bookcase or something just to be, mm-hmm. just to be extra sure. And you, it goes off so loud and the walls around the door break and the whole room just like concusses against you and you both fall down your ears are ringing peaches is freaking the fuck out and you can actually see like into the armory Mm -hmm. which you realize now was probably a broom closet before or some kind of utilities closet and not Mm -hmm. really an armory well i mean it's a hotel (laughs) when you look back inside some things are on fire everything is kind of black and fucked up. Uh, the safe is open, but its contents are presumably currently on fire. <laughs> and you can see light into the outside, and there is wind blowing in very violently. Yeah. And Quint throws his head up, and he's like, Bloody hell! What have you done? Ah, uh, shit. So as you come to, Gol is rubbing her head, and she's like, I thought you said you knew what you were fucking doing. And Quint is murmuring and mumbling. He's just like, my beautiful LeQuint, what have you done? What have you done to my LeQuint? <laughs> okay, so Maris, Maris doesn't regret this decision. She thinks that once the goal had knocked Quint out, she'd, she'd be in the same, like, position with him, regardless of whether she tried to blow the safe or not. So, mm-hmm. so she's no really no worse off uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. in that sense. Uh, so she takes Quint and drags him across the lobby to, like, a, um, like a business center room, uh-huh. you know, one of those uh, that just yeah. like usually would have a computer or whatever in it for, for business. Right. But now it's all business. coats and boots and miscellaneous supplies. Yeah. So she puts him in there and she puts peaches in there and uh, at least they're they're not getting like uh, sandstormed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, they're, so they're okay Yeah. And, and you and Gold look at each other and shrug. Mm-hmm. And in the infirmary with Warble, mm. there's like a makeshift infirmary in one of, in one of the rooms basically. It's not like a proper, it's just a ho- it's, it's in the end just a hotel room with some tables and scavenged medical equipment and shit mm-hmm. in there and Maris lays Warble sorry Warble lays Sissy down on the table and she's she's bleeding pretty bad and it's not looking great for her she's starting to get real pale Gilly had split off from you and now she comes in uh, she comes back in and she's like I got, I got I got her and she brings Vespa in who's just like holy shit you fucking people she puts on a pair of latex gloves but the first pair she puts on just like come apart in her hand mm-hmm. um, and she tries another and she's just like wiggling her fingers and she's like okay these are good she goes over to the wound and starts poking around. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Great. War- Warble didn't really know what she was going to do. Mm. <laughs> and as she does this, she's kind of like mumbling to her own self and she's like, eh, perforation of the... <laughs> she's like, Gilly, can you give me this? Get me the suture kit? And Gilly goes and she pulls out. It's like a lunchbox with some shit in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vespa flips it open and starts looking at all the, the sutures and she picks up a couple and they kind of like, she rubs them between her fingers and they kind of crumble apart and she just tosses them on the floor mm-hmm. until she finds one that feels good. She starts to stitch it together but sissy's already lost a, a shit ton of blood there's mm-hmm. there's blood all over you mm-hmm. for one and there's blood all over like everything mm-hmm. the, like there's no carpet in here anymore um but what was under the carpet is pretty soaked it was already kind of nasty in here because of there's there was old blood 
always been yeah yeah yeah. there's old blood in there sissy's kind of like starting to fade in and out and Mm -hmm. she calls for shether her mother to come over Mm -hmm. and she's just like mom this doesn't look good and shether's crying and she's like don't don't talk like that you're in good hands vespa's got you and she's like yeah that's all well and good but mom fuck you and she stabs her mom in the neck ha ha i knew it (laughs) (laughs) and Blood shoots out of Shether's neck all over Sissy and Vespa and Gilly, mm-hmm. and she Is staggers that... back and takes out a bunch of shit that was on a counter. Vespa stood up and backed up like, holy fuck, this is, this is fucking bananas! Like, <laughs> you get you get the impression that Vespa's, something about her is telling you that this, this might be her first rodeo, <laughs> even though she's not especially young, but mm-hmm. she seems to be reacting to everything like this is the first time any of this has happened to her. The, the anything this this bananas has yeah has happened at the same time as shether's backing up and falling over gilly pulls out a knife too and starts stabbing her in the chest fuck starts stabbing her well warble goes over to gilly and pulls her uh well she's gonna try to disarm her and save uh vespa oh no she's not stab- she's stabbing shether did i say vespa oh i okay i misunderstood no no you were as... saying that vespa had like fallen back no no, no. shether fell backwards gotcha I'm, maybe i misspoke Shether, after uh, Sissy stabbed her from the table, is staggering backwards and, like, knocking things off countertops, shooting blood everywhere on everyone. And at the same time, Gilly goes up to her and starts stabbing her in the chest mm-hmm. as she's, like, going down. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Like, let's put a period in this sentence. Warble would like to grab Vespa and get the fuck out of there. And she'd, like, barricade Sissy and Gilly in, in that room. Okay. Because that many stab wounds, I think, I think she's done for. And also not worth getting in the middle of for sure mm-hmm. if she's already done for. Alright, so you grab Vespa, Vespa's kind of staggered and she's just like, holy shit, and you before she can even finish that sentence, you've grabbed her by the back of the shirt and are, mm-hmm. are dragging her forward out the door and you get out the door, there's not anything in particular nearby to barricade the door with, so what do you do? What do you use to barricade the door? Is there like no, because they're on the inside, so it wouldn't really... It doesn't matter, what What are you thinking? Well, I was there like, could be anything in there, it's... No, well Okay, I was just thinking, like, sometimes don't people, like, just, like, break the handle off of something and then it's broken? Yeah, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work, yeah. That's what I... Um, okay. Well, um, do you have any, like, uh, cool... Do you have any moves that would make you... Let you do something super strong <laughs> and crazy? I don't see any moves in particular, so no. why don't you... Why don't you try and do that and you're gonna, just, like... Just sort of break break the lock somehow yeah, so that they can... Yeah, so we'll seize by force and you're seizing... You're seizing the door handle by force. That is a failure. Five plus seized by force. It's in battle move. Plus hard. Nope. Nope. Marble has a zero hard. Uh, All right. Mark that delicious XP. So you try to do this and you, you yank it really hard, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give. You've taken Vespa through and thrown her against the opposite wall and you reach mm-hmm. down and grab that and you pull, but instead you break a finger and you feel it pop mm-hmm. in your hand. Take one harm. So now what? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Gilly and Sissy seem pretty preoccupied, so they're not exactly coming after you. And they heard the door slam, but it's no big deal. Yeah. How old are they? 16, 17. Oh, okay. So they're... Young and lithe. Well, yeah, they're young and lithe, but they're large enough to, like if I was to put like a bureau or, or something, like a large piece of furniture and mm-hmm. then they'd be able to move that yeah or well, and, and i mean the one as of you're them, the one who hand. doesn't die in like five minutes <laughs> right. well as you as you're looking down at your hand you realize the door opens in <laughs> 
because <laughs> hotel doors open in. Yeah, but I was I, I was sort of imagining him as like ten years old, so it would probably be kind of hard for like a ten year old. I mean, maybe so. maybe they're a little younger than they look. Yeah, but, but you're you're, but get, you're getting like the fourteen to sixteen vibe. Yeah, off they of. they can move a piece of furniture. Yeah, as, but uh, if they can move together, although one of them's pretty fun. One of them one of them's about to die. So probably. It's fine. Um, uh, and right now you hear. Koom! That is the bomb, probably, <laughs> that Warble doesn't know about, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it shook the whole fucking place. Mm, mm-hmm. All right, so Warble, well, yeah, her her fingers messed up, but who's she with again? Vespa. Vespa, okay. Um, Who says, what the fuck was that? She was like, do you think that was one of those idiots I left upstairs? She, she's referring oh, to Fads okay. and Rabbit. <laughs> Warble was going to say, I don't know, kids, right? (laughs) (laughs) Never had them myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, Vespa. Can Warble take history with Vespa? Mm -hmm. Since we've uh, been together for a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Went three. What do you use history for? We've mostly just been using it to level up. Okay. But you can use it when people help each other. You can use it to help, because then you roll plus your history with that person to help oh, them. Oh, okay. No, I actually was going to wanted to talk about this at some point, that I think I would like to hand you control over some of the NPCs a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really no reason you shouldn't be controlling Kai as your own character. Right. Like, he's... I guess, like, anybody who's, like, definitely an ally, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, mm-hmm. who's like, okay, we're definitely on the same team. Yeah, they'll get stats, and you can use them in place mm-hmm. of me telling you what they do. Yeah, yeah. Now that we've got a feel for the game more, mm-hmm. I don't see why there's any reason that you couldn't control them as well. For what's been going on between you and Vespa, I'd say roll plus sharp. Four. Duh. Um, so you've got a minus one with her, and you take minus one forward on any interactions with her moving forward until the current situation is concluded. So, basically, once you get out of this hallway. <laughs> Or maybe out of this murder mystery. Mm. Hmm. Oh, how does a forward work? I have minus one on a bunch of people. Or Maris has minus one on a... It means when you roll against or to help that person, you take a minus one. So it's not especially relevant to us. Okay. It would it would be relevant in a very specific situation, and all of those things have probably concluded at this point, mm. since we've moved on to a new locale and stuff. So those are probably oh okay. don't matter anymore. Gotcha. So you just heard an explosion go off. Air feels a little sandier than it did a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, Warble says probably check that out. That sounds like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Vespa's so like, she, uh, sure, yeah, anything to not her. do this anymore. Yeah. And she's like, these horse, the horses are probably freaking the fuck out. And she she tells you, she's like, you go look look at that. I'm going to go check on the horses and darts off. Okay. So what do we do? Uh, I walk towards uh, the uh, explosion that All I, right. I heard. Um, so you, you walk up just as Maris is closing the door with goal to the business center. And you say, what the fuck happened? And she tells you what the fuck happened. Yeah. Like, well, what do you got there, sis? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And you can see that they're both, like, they have the cartoon explosion, <laughs> like, dust all over them, where they're, like, black shit around their faces, yeah. oh. where everything exploded, and they're really dirty. Yeah, and their hair is sticking up. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, goal says, your sister thought she knew how to blow a safe. She thinks she knows a lot of things. <laughs> and right about now, as well, Kai, you see him come down the stairs two at a time, holding a hammer, and he's just like, that motherfucker attacked me! Hmm, interesting. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Kai 
Kinda. Okay. We gotta we gotta check the check on those cars. Mm-hmm. To get to the cars, you have to go outside, and to go outside would be pretty detrimental to your person. Mm-mm. So to go to the cars, you have to go up and through the main entrance, and you hear now that the storm is ending to quiet down. And as you go up back to that first room that you all started in, Carlos is still dead on the ground, mm-hmm. and Fads and Rabbitfoot are sitting there Indi- drinking their tea. <laughs> yeah, they're they're sitting in Indian style across from each other, mm-hmm. um, and Rabbitfoot's laying out cards, and he's just like, "This does not look good for you." Mm-hmm. So as you, what? So I still don't really understand what the weird, what Rolling Close weird does. You open your brain and you get like these weird visions, but they don't make any sense. They, they make sense. Well, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll make them make more sense. <laughs> they're they're a bit more obtuse to me than uh, right. I mean, what you're doing is you are opening your mind up to just the world around you mm-hmm. as it exists in on kind of an ethereal plane. Should I do that and just like see if there's anything else to to know? I mean, go for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> okay, so um... so y- you go to them and they're they're just in their own little world and mm-hmm. Rabbitfoot is reading Fad's fortune, telling him this this does not look good for you. And they both look up to the group as you come up looking kind of haggard and they're just like, was that you guys? Uh, yeah, yes, Mo- mostly, yes. And Fad's is just like, you know, one time we were blowing up an old well to cave it in so nobody fell inside it where I was working and it made a, well, back, 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 back at the farm I was working on and it, it, made, it made a sound kind of like that. Were you guys blowing up a well down there? More, more or less. It, it didn't go as planned get anything good out of the deal? Because no. it sounds like this. I no. kind of noticed the giant British guy isn't screaming at everybody anymore. He is not. That's true. So so now the, the storm has, has died down? It's dying down, it's but dying it's not down. died oh, down So yet. we still can't go out to the, to the car. Not quite yet. Um, what do you want to do? I don't know. Do you want to open your brain? Rabbitfoot offers to, Rabbitfoot says, I'll read your fortune. I'd, I lost most of my cards, but <laughs> I've still got some. I, I've still got enough that I think I could give you a good read. And um, Fads is like, I don't know. No, don't don't do it. It doesn't always. Warble like nudges Maris to to get her to to do it. So Maris sits down. Okay. Fads backs off. Goes back to a couch. Can we? Uh, she's she's grumbling to herself. Just like motherfucking these fucking people. What is she? What the fuck? Why is she so grumpy? What does she think we're gonna do? What does she think we can do? She wants she to do so, anything. She's so she, angry. Because her girlfriend is probably being tortured right now somewhere else. Yes, but she she understands that we can. Cannot go. Yeah, she's not really a go with the flow kind of type, though. Yeah, but like, oh, she's she like, wants to go. Go. You're not getting anywhere. When Warble tells her all this, she starts to sit down, but instead she goes over to where the door is barricaded shut and kind of tries to like listen through to hear what's going on outside. There's no windows in this area to see exactly, mm-hmm. um, but to kind of just hear. She's like, I'm going to go check on that chick with the horses, and she leaves. And roll plus. I have a move. So Rabbitfoot would normally read your fortune using the fortune teller cards I have, but I don't... Oh, but I do have the, the worksheet for the deck, so I can mm-hmm. I can use it that way. Pick, pick some at random. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll plus weird. Nothing. Nope, six. That's a mixed... N- well, it doesn't nope, really matter. No, nope, it's a... You, you have zero weird. Six is a failure. Seven and nine is a mix. But fortune telling is... I don't know what fortune telling is. I, I didn't know you could fail at fortune telling. So, uh, since you missed, he's going to draw your cards. He's going to draw three cards, and you are going to open your brain to the psychic males. Okay. So <laughs> let me draw your cards first. Cool. So we'll start with the cards. Your first card is the Empress of Hearts, the Valkyrie. This describes your past, and in the past... 
past you have done noble and strong deeds, although many times with what would be called moral consequences or idiosyncrasies or inconsistencies to those actions. Yep. (laughs) Maris agrees. (laughs) Your second card to describe your present is the courtesan of cups, the eunuch. This one's a little harder to describe. I I don't really get the impression that you're castrated, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. But more often than not, this, this card describes a way where your life prioritizes things uh, you're not as interested in the pleasures of the flesh as many uh, many people are and you keep these feelings suppressed in order to keep your mind on the the task at hand the goal at hand yep maris uh maris agrees again and this card is in direct conflict to your last card the courtesan of clubs the lustful which is pretty self-explanatory and i think so your present and your future um, will be conflicted in a way that is uh somehow sexual or sexy or, you know, maybe butt stuff. It's hard to tell. I don't know you that well. Mm -hmm. Maybe having to do with going to save a bunch of girls from being raped for their, like, short lives? Raped to death? Maybe? That sounds like a noble goal to be. Mm -hmm. Role plus weird. And Marius looks at Warble like, this is bullshit. I knew all this stuff. (laughs) Uh, plus weird seven. Okay. You rolled a seven on opening your brain. Mm-hmm. All right. To review, when you open your brain to the world's psychic maelstrom, roll plus weird. On a hit, the MC tells you something new and interesting about the current situation and might ask you a question or two. Answer them. On a ten plus, the MC gives you good detail. On a seven to nine, the MC gives you an impression. If you already know all there is to know, the MC will tell you that. On a miss, be prepared for the worst. So when you open your mind, similarly to when you were talking with Big Elvis, everything kind of turns gray and dark around you and you're sitting in a space all by yourself and there you can see the town or what used to be the called the town of primrose Mm -hmm. the brightest beacon in the center of that you can see the sign it's made up of multiple signs all to read one thing and it's called the og ruby rattle macaw carnage cabaret and as you float through the town and closer to the macaw you see a man in a purple top hat on top of a grandstand giving some kind of speech but you, you can't hear him you can hear there are words coming out of his mouth but you can't make them out and you float down inside to the macaw which is very clearly the center of the town there's motorcycles parked outside there's a lot of people milling about uh, a lot of rough and pretty gnarly looking people and you float through the wall and inside and you can see it's essentially a club there's a bar people are rowdy inside and there's a man standing there with his arms crossed over his chest he's not wearing a shirt but he's wearing a mask like a dog over his head and he's watching the stage and we follow his gaze and you can see that the stage is a raised platform with a plexiglass box built around it it's thick glass like bulletproof glass multiple pieces of it somehow attached together and there's a chain link cage around the inside of it and you see inside new fighting with someone. She looks dirty and bloody, but she's very clearly winning, and she's hitting someone. She's hitting them so hard that their body is just like, their skin is breaking
aching and blood is being exposed with every punch Mm -hmm. and she hits them and she hits them and finally they go down and are down on the ground and she jumps on top of them and starts punching them in the face until Mm -hmm. she's punching the ground below them and she stands up and puts her arms in the air you can't hear it but you know everyone's cheering Mm -hmm. and you realize she's wearing these like iron gloves they're they're not like gloves they're not quite gauntlets but she has she has her hands wrapped in bandages and in the bandages are these two iron bars over her knuckles Mm -hmm. as she lifts her hands up the blood just like sprays against this wall of bulletproof glass and the crowd goes wild cool all right well she's doing something she's doing something so as you come out of this you stand up and kind of stagger about a minute which is like a, oh what the what the fuck so as you stagger out of this you hear gilly behind you she's come up the stairs and she's standing there and you turn to look and she's considering all of you and flipping a knife around in her hand and closes it it's a butterfly knife that she spins closed and she stuffs it in her back pocket and she's covered in blood head to toe you can only see that she's wiped away the blood kind of across her eyes but the rest of her is pretty gnarly looking and she she looks over you all and for a moment you're not sure you all kind of pause she says see y'all ready to blow this popsicle stand thank you for listening to this episode of this wicked way comes we've been joel sherman and matthew sahaki dj cash file was played by Timothy Brauner. Our theme song was written by Garrett DeVoe and Francesca Caruso. Apocalypse World was designed and created by Vincent and McGay Baker. This Wicked Way Comes is distributed by KFAI.org, Community Radio, 90.3 Minneapolis, 106.7 St. Paul. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are sold. Tweet up our twinks on Twitter at This Wicked Way. If you're a rock and roll girl in a rock and roll world, send us your songs and join us in the fire. All right, all you beautiful chuds and churros of Radio Land. Remember, life might be a nightmare, but we'll always be together in a dream. Hold on to the pain. Now show your tits and bang your dicks for this coffin nail, Web Spinner by Cloud Rat. Support them at cloudrat.bandcamp.com.
even more, Cloud Rat. See me out. <laughs> <laughs>